The following contains descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Hi listeners, welcome back to episode 8 of TGIC Podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Izzy. This week we're having such an interesting case. It's so different from what we normally do. It's about an elderly couple who was murdered in their retirement community on Lake Oconee. And it's just so different from our normal cases that are usually about, like, missing women and children. I guess there's more of those to cover, so. Yeah, not to mention this is so close to home, so it's really weird. Yeah, so they were... They went missing from Lake Oconee in Georgia, and it's, like, very close to where we live, so we're actually familiar with a lot of these locations, so definitely creepy. So I'm just going to go ahead and get into the background of this. Russell and Shirley Dermond were an older couple that were both in their late 80s, and they lived in this gated community on Lake Oconee in Georgia. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Georgia geographical locations, (laughs) Lake Oconee is located, like, south east Mm -hmm. yeah sorry i had to think about that i'm not so good with directions it's southeast of atlanta for about like an hour and a half half. yeah like for reference like izzy and i went on a school trip to like a place near this in like seventh grade like it was not a far location Mm -hmm. so they lived outside of atlanta in like a retirement community russell Derman was originally from hackensack new jersey and he served in the Navy during World War II, and him and Shirley got married on December 15th of 1950. Um, they went on to have four children, and they eventually had nine grandchildren. Nine grandchildren? That's, like, a lot. Is it? I don't know. I mean, I just always assume that sounds pretty normal. I only have one cousin, so, like, my grandparents only have, like, three grandchildren, and not even, like, on the other side. Like, it's really just <laughs> my brother and I. So I guess nine seemed normal to me because yeah, I mean, I assume actually, everyone has more cousins. It, yeah, like everyone has more cousins than me. Yeah, like literally, my grandma has twelve siblings, so I have like seventy something. Holy crap, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So Russell was originally a clockmaker when they lived in New Jersey. Like, someone who makes clocks. That's not, like, a, a saying or something. Like, he literally made clocks, which I... Very I don't random. know if people actually do that anymore because... That do you know how to read a clock? Yeah. Do okay. you not know how to read I mean, a clock? In theory, I know how to read a clock, but I can't look at a clock and, like, know what time it is. I have to... It, like, takes me a minute. Okay, that's the same with me. Okay, because people, like, make comments about how, like, our generation doesn't know how to read clocks, and I think that's kind of funny because... We've never really had to know how to read clocks. Exactly, because now we have our phones and, like, digital clocks and stuff. Exactly. Okay, sorry. We got sidetracked. Anyway, he eventually got sick of being a clockmaker. I imagine it's kind of boring. So he decided to go into, like, semi-retirement, which I guess that means he just quit his job as a clockmaker and, like, Took, like, relocated. a less structured life, I guess. Yeah, so, so they relocated to Georgia in the 80s with their kids and this allowed Russell to, like, start on a new path. He worked in the fast food industry, and he owned multiple Hardee's locations, but then eventually went on to retire in 1994. I didn't even know you could, like, own, like, Hardee's locations. Yeah, like, I didn't like, know you could own restaurant locations. Yeah, you buy a franchise. That's so cool. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, so 
He owned a lot of those, and then he retired in 1994. I imagine he probably was pretty wealthy from that, owning multiple of those. Yeah, especially for the amount of time he did. Yeah. So, they moved into this community called the Great Waters Reynolds Lake Oconee Gated Community, and this was in 2000. One of their sons was later murdered. He was murdered in 2000 after trying to buy drugs in Atlanta, but investigators don't believe that this was related to his parents' murder, so I just yeah. want to state that now. I guess he was something regarding a gang he was murdered. Yeah, and you know, like, stuff like that's so shady. Like, something could have happened. Yeah. So, I guess you could say that his, like, death kind of encouraged their transition into retirement because they wanted, like, a slower lifestyle, and I guess it was the big toll on them that they lost their son. Yeah. Even though I, guess... I don't think they were talking at the time of his death, but I'd imagine it's pretty sad. They lost their son yeah. to drugs, and then... And I mean, they probably just wanted to get son. away from the city, kind of get away from, like, everyone and just kind of chill for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So, they moved into this house when they retired, and it was pretty big in this gated community, and had, like, four bedrooms, a backyard with a dock on the lake, like, beautiful views. I've seen pictures of it. It's, like, gorgeous. It's got so many, like, trees and nature things. Like, you know, if I wanted to retire on a lake, that would be a pretty nice house. So, once they moved into this gated community, they made tons of friends, and everyone in the community was pretty tight-knit, because it was, like, an elderly community, like... Yeah. They all had, like, retirement parties. I don't know. Like, I just assume yeah, yeah. it's pretty nice I to totally get like it. That. Like, my grandparents lived in a community like that for, like, 20 years, and literally they knew every single one of their neighbors. And they were, like, constantly at each other's houses for brunches and stuff. It's literally, like, living next to your, like, best friends. Yeah, so, like, they were really good friends with all these people, and they were very active in the community, and I guess they just hosted things, and everyone said that they were very nice and accommodating always. So they were very well liked by their neighbors. So with that, Izzy, you want to get into the timeline? Yeah, so starting on May 1st of 2014, this was the last day that we know that the Germans were seen alive and that they were still alive. So Russell was last seen running errands in, Eaton, in Eatonton, and he Is was that last- how you say it? Eatonton? I think so. It's Eatonton. Eatonton? It's Eaton. I don't... I it's don't spelled Eatonton. We can call it Eaton. I just don't think that's how you say it. I don't know. Eatonton. Eatonton. Either one. And he was seen shopping at a grocery store, and he was also at a bank, like, within the same area. And then later on that day, Russell and Shirley spoke with their son Brad over the phone, and, like, we don't really know what they spoke about. Like, that phone call was never released, probably because it was totally irrelevant. Like, they were probably just talking about run-of-the-mill stuff. So, May 3rd, 2014 was the day that the Dermans did not show up. Guys, that was my ninth birthday. Seriously? Yes, it was a very happy day for me. I turned nine. Clearly, it's not a happy day for the no. Dermans. I actually remember my parents went to a Kentucky Derby party that night, and, like, one of my favorite babysitters came over. I, like, remember that really clearly, actually. <laughs> Okay, well, Russell and Shirley were actually supposed to attend a Kentucky Derby viewing party at one of their friends' houses. However, they, like, never showed up. And, I mean, this is this wouldn't be, like, a super weird thing. I mean, something probably happened, like, it could have been an emergency. But, like, it was just so weird to everyone that they just never called. Like, they never had spoken to anyone earlier that day, and it was just very out of character for them. Yeah, I can understand how that seems weird, especially for... 
like older people, they they're they're very polite. Exactly. Like, people in our generation will just like not text you if they're not gonna show up somewhere. Like they just yeah. don't tell you. And that's rude. But like old people don't do that. Old people call and say, Hey, we're so sorry we can't make it. Exactly, because that's how they were raised by yeah. their mamas. It's like you've gotta call everyone before you don't come because you're actually kinda sucks if you think about that. I know, we're very impolite. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've like gone somewhere to meet someone and then they've texted me to cancel. Like right when you're about to Exactly. Go like that's literally happened to me so many times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going on to May 6th of 2014, this was when their neighbors were starting to notice they weren't seeing them around, they weren't at the lake, and overall, like, they weren't, like, taking their walks, like, just nobody was seeing them anywhere. And the neighbors were honestly, like, really scared, like, nobody's heard any from anything from them for days. So one of the Dermans' neighbors went to check on them, and just because they were utterly concerned about the absence of their friends. And the first thing that they noticed was that there were, like, multiple newspapers stacked in their driveway. Okay, that's, like, really strange because, I mean, even if you don't read the newspaper, like, you don't leave just, like, stuff in your yard. Because they get soggy and gross. and, like, especially in this, like, gated community that's so nice, like, I... I'd imagine these people care a lot about how their house appears. Exactly. Like, like I know, like, in communities, they'll even have, like, lawn competitions. Yeah, like, lawn competitions, holiday decorating competitions. And there are, like, so many regulations, too. Like, your grass has to be literally, like, two and uh a half inches, I think, like, at all times. Like, they they care a lot about appearances for them to, like, just leave their paper outside. Not to mention, that's just weird for old people. Like, old people enjoy reading their newspapers every morning. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, like, the first thing that they noticed, and that's what really made their neighbor, like, go up to their house and really start, like, investigating. So they went to knock on the door only to realize it was, like, unlocked, and also, it wasn't, like, cracked open, but you know when you, like, don't close the door all the way and it looks shut, but, like, it's really not shut all the way? Like, unlocked or, like, not closed? Like, it was unlocked, but it was also not closed all the way. Okay, but, like, you couldn't see into the house? Yeah. Okay. So, they, like, the neighbor went into the house and was, like, calling for the Dermans to no avail, and they were just, like, looking around the house, seeing if anyone was there. So, they decided to check the garage. And if you've ever been in one of these houses, or any, a lot of houses, you know that there's, like, an entrance to the garage, like, through the house. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a door in the kitchen sometimes. So, they wanted to check if their cars were there to see, like, if they left just suddenly. And then they saw it. It was a body of a man laying on the floor, and he was completely decapitated. That's terrible. Like, completely. Oh my god. And, I mean, also, he had been there for a few days, so it probably really started to, like, stink in there. Yeah. But, let me just mention, his head wasn't there. Like, they've never found his head. Okay, that's, like, really creepy to me, because, like... That means that someone just walked out of there carrying a head. Yeah. And no one noticed. Nobody noticed and like Like that why? is not something that you just see and you're like, oh look, there's my friend walking with a head. Or look, there's Russell's head. There's like, someone carrying the Russell's head. Like, that's like a head. I can't even like explain how this makes me feel. Like if you see that, you're not just gonna be like, huh, wonder where they're going with that head. No, like, what the heck? It's just, like, that's just so weird to me. But they couldn't find Shirley. Like, Shirley was nowhere in the house. So, like, she was just 
kidnapped or yeah like they assumed that she was kidnapped at first so yeah that's where the investigation really took off and obviously the neighbor probably alerted the authorities right away and they were there within like 30 minutes okay so a few days after they found russell's body in the garage so like like we said before they thought that sheila was kidnapped like they thought that she was like potentially taken but actually her body washed up on shore um like a five like a few days later in lake Oconee. Oh my god, can you imagine being, like, at, like, a coney and, like... Finding a body of an old woman? Exactly, like, washed up on the shore. Like, that's a pretty populated lake. Exactly, and then also... Okay, so they... She was not decapitated. She died from, like, blunt force trauma to her head. And they think that she had been, like, weighed down in the lake. Like, they think that someone tried to, like, submerge her and then, like, put concrete blocks on top of her so that she would stay in the bottom of the lake. Okay. How'd she wash up on shore? Exactly. They think that something probably happened and, like, huh. they didn't submerge her that well, but then she eventually washed up on shore. So, Interesting. Yeah. Alright, you want to get into your personal favorite theory of this case? Yes! Okay, so let's get into the theories. This theory to me is just, like, totally crazy and irrational, but it's the hitman slash mafia hit theory. So, like, it was rumored that Russell was involved in the mafia and that, like, this was an intentional hit. Okay, intentional may hit. I remind you, there's, like, actually not that much evidence to back this up <laughs> at all. I think I read it on, like, one of those articles that's, like, like, that they have on Snapchat. Oh, my God. You read all of your, like, news I, yeah, off of Snapchat. It's kind of bad. But, like, I just thought this was really interesting. I mean, people don't know if he started, like, when they lived in Atlanta or when he lived in New Jersey. But, you know, like, all those people live in New Jersey a little bit. You know my dad's from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Not everyone is just in the mafia if you're from New Jersey. I mean, you never know. But, like, that's why I think it was a hitman hit, potentially. And also, like, it, there was a hitman, like, related to his son's murder in 2000. And, of course, like, the investigators say there's literally no connection between the two, but, you know, if you want to just go flinging connections around the place. Oh, my God. There's no hitman. I'm sorry. Like, who is attacking these old people that are, like, in retirement? Okay. But was he in, like, the Hardee's Mafia? Yes, the Hardee's Mafia. The fast food mafia. Someone wanted him dead. What does Hardee's serve? I don't think I've ever eaten I've never eaten at a Hardee's. I've literally seen a Hardee's, like, once. I don't know. I think it's, like, breakfast food and burgers. But the reason that I think that this is a, a... potential possibility is the fact that like his head was gone okay like think about it like if you're doing a hit you need to have like proof of like that you killed them like the head was probably the proof i guess i i don't know i don't believe it i feel like that could just as much be justified as like a serial killer thing true true but i was just interested by that theory and i wanted to share it with all of our lovely listeners okay you always have the craziest theories. <laughs> you li- you literally you're always fascinated by like the, the most weirdest, unlikely most ones. unlikely ones. Yeah, alien abduction. <laughs> All right, so our next suspect is him. This is in like quotation marks because <laughs> it's like well that, they don't have a name for this guy. He's just a him. I don't. We're gonna call him him. Unless you, do you want to come up with a name for him? We can do him Jones. Him Jones. Okay. <laughs> him Jones is our suspect who we have no idea who they are but a whole bunch of neighbors testified to seeing an unidentified person around and on the property like 
on the days surrounding their murder. I don't know if this is like necessarily, I think it was kind of before and after, I guess. After? Ooh. Or like, I get after the suspected, like, it's suspected that they were murdered on the 3rd, mm-hmm. but like, no one knows that for sure. Okay. So, neighbors said that they saw this guy like just lurking, I guess? Which, I don't, that seems weird to me. Like, if someone was just on someone's property and, like, walking around, checking things out, like, that seems sketch. And, like, do you know if it was at night or during the day? Um, it was during the day. These are old people. They're not just wandering around Wait. at night. So, like, it was during the day. Did they get, like, a... Do they know what this guy looks like at all? Or do they just okay. know that he's, like, a dude? So, that's the really weird thing. Police, like, don't talk about this guy. And it's never even clearly stated if this guy was male. It's just in the statements they refer to him as a him so him jones is like definitely male because they refer to him as a him but it's almost like it's a slip-up that they like let out his gender i guess yeah because now everyone's looking for yeah, a dude but you think if multiple people saw them him during the day like they must have looked into this guy yeah and i mean honestly i just gotta think like if they did like if him jones did kill them like why would he be so sloppy to be around days afterward? Yeah. Unless it was not actually days afterward. It was the day of, and we just don't have, like, an exact day of death. True. So, it's definitely probable it was this guy, but I have to trust that if, like, multiple people saw them, there was a sketch done, and the police did find out who this guy was and look into him, and it was just not a good lead. Because, otherwise, that seems, like, really weird that they would leave that untouched. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to get into another relatively crazy theory, which is the serial killer theory. This is also from a pretty, I don't even know how to explain like a, not like a tabloid, but kind of like a tabloid. No, you get your information off of Snapchat. Okay, (laughs) yes, it was off of Snapchat. Okay. Okay, so there was a couple in New York, an elderly couple. They were also in their 80s. And they were murdered in their house. And there are just some weird parallels between these two. So both of the couples had, like, owned fast food chains, or at least some of the stores in specific fast food chains. Like, I think the other couple in New York owned um, Wendy's food chains. Mm -hmm. And then the Germans used to live in New Jersey, which is, like, you know... They're pretty similar areas, like, what if they both created enemies in the same area? Yeah. Cough, cough, gang, mafia. Oh, my God. Um, we should point out, though, that wealth-wise, they were in very different places. Like, the Darmans were wealthy, obviously, because they lived in this big house in, like, Coney. But, like, the other couple, who I'm not sure... Were, like, rich. Up, they were rich, rich. Like, I mean, like, I'm talking about, like, Gossip Girl grandparents rich. Yeah. And, like, if you see the peop- pictures of these people... Like, they look rich and mean. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a possibility. But, like, the MO was extremely different. And, like, how they were killed was different also. It's just, like, you can draw parallels to each of them. But, like, yeah, in truth, there's not really that much connecting them. And not necessarily be a serial killer, but it's almost like the murderer was, like, in a serial killer mindset for, like, how brutally they were murdered. Exactly. Like, it seems weird, like, the above probability is, like, who is just, like, murdering this person, these people so gruesomely without, like... Because, like, to kill someone to that extent, I don't think they... Did you know... Do you know if they, like... If he was dead before they decapitated Russell, or... I actually don't know that. We couldn't find an autopsy anywhere. Oh, yeah. So, we're not sure if that 
like ha was how he was martyred or like we don't know if something happened prior to that i'd assume he was decapitated post-mortem yeah and i mean the thing is they probably didn't like, since he was so old, they probably didn't really have to do anything to incapacitate him. Oh, God, that's... Yeah. All right, um, so our next suspects are their children. So, at the time, the three kids were still alive. One of them had passed away, as we said earlier, in 2000. But then there were three adult children left, and they all had kids and families. And so the theory regarding this is that one or all of the kids killed their parents in order to have access to the family money in the will. So, like, this theory is basically, I don't know how wealthy their kids were, but I guess in the theory they really need or want the family money so badly. But this is, like, really extremely unlikely because why would they kill them so violently? Like, if they needed to kill them, it was really unnecessary to kill them in the way they did, like, de Yeah. De what is that word? De Decapitating. Decapitating their parents because... At the time, they were, like, on good terms with them. It wasn't like they had, like, a strained relationship. They were close. And, like, if they were really crazy and just really after money, like, why even bother killing them so violently? Yeah. But then, like, I guess the only thing that really supports this theory is the fact that there was no, like, forced entry into the house. I suppose. But they did live in a private area. It could have just, like, been unlocked. True. So, also, another reason they probably didn't do this is because even after all the money and the belongings were like divided up between these three kids it wasn't like a substantial enough value to like provoke murdering their parents you know like that's yeah. a big thing to decide to do for money and like after it was divided up between these three kids like that's not they didn't end up getting all that much like not enough for it to be like to substantiate yeah like, and like saving their parents their, i don't know if they need to pay someone back or something but it wasn't even enough to do that yeah that just like it doesn't really make sense Okay, now I'm going to get into the extortion theory. If some of you don't, like, really know what extortion is, because we didn't really know what it was before this, but it's basically, like, taking someone or something in order to get money in return. So... Ransom. Yeah, ransom, basically. So a lot of people think that they, like, wanted to kidnap Shirley for extortion purposes. And, like, they killed Russell first in order to kidnap Shirley... And, like, the reason that Shirley ended up dead was because, like, they accidentally killed her in the process. Yeah, so we didn't mention this earlier, but we did say they lived on a dock. And a big theory, because they didn't really see anyone leaving, is that they escaped on a boat via this dock. Mm -hmm. And, like, sure, they would have taken Shirley on this boat, and I guess something would have... Maybe Shirley was accidentally injured on a boat. Yeah. Which is possible. People are injured on boats, like, all the time. Not to mention they were old. Like, what if she just fell over and, like, hit her head? Like, yeah, you she could have slipped on the boat. Like, it was not a big, big thing. Like, I guess there was a big probability, more of a big probability that that could happen than, like, being kidnapped and having your husband murdered. Exactly. And I was thinking about this. Now that I think about this doesn't make sense. Like, why would they kill Russell? Like, then he couldn't have given them ransom for Shirley. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, he would be the one that was most likely to. Like, exactly. He was the one with the money. Like, the kids would not be. Mm -hmm. And then, like we said earlier, they didn't have, like, that much money. Like, they weren't loaded enough for someone to be, like, for someone to, like, want to kill their wife, or, like, take their wife in order to get yeah. money from them. Alright, so, I'm gonna get into our final theory about there being a robber. So, this theory is pretty simple. It's basically, like, someone broke into the house to rob them, and then... In order to take their things without getting caught and stuff, they just kill them in the process. 
But this is just really unlikely to me because, A, they didn't steal anything. Oh, yeah. Like, they just, everything was there. So, like, why would you rob somebody and then not take anything after killing them, you know? Exactly. And then one of the, like, words that the police officers used to describe the house was that it was spotless. Yeah, so, like, it was totally untouched. Like, if you're a robber, you're not going in there to, like, keep everything clean and neat and tidy and stuff. Exactly. So... Another reason this is probably unlikely is because they lived in this neighborhood, as we mentioned earlier, with, like, very wealthy people. And as much as the Dermans were wealthy, like, their neighbors were even wealthier. So, like, if this is just a random robber, why go into these people's house? Exactly. Like, how would they know? I don't know. It's just, like, it, there's no reason that they would, like you said, exactly. there's no like, reason. They were why richer they people. Why wouldn't they rob the richer old people? I don't know. Anyway... It didn't make sense for them to do that because, comparatively, they just didn't have as much. Also, these murders were, like, very staged and violent, as we talked about earlier with the serial killer theory. And it makes me think that, like, the perpetrator's intent was to murder them rather than steal from them. Exactly. And also, you just gotta think about, like, robbers, I mean... From the, like, stuff that I've heard about them, is they're not, like, they don't want to hurt people. They literally just want to get money. Yeah, and, I mean, in some cases, they murder people in order to get the money, but it's usually, like, it'll be, like, an armed robbery where they'll just, like, shoot somebody or, like, something very simple in order to just get the money because their main intent is not to murder. Yeah. And in this case, I feel like... If you're going to pull all that crap with, like, having the bodies in two different locations and, like, decapitating one of them and sinking them, it's just, it's too much effort to, like, try to rob them and then not even take anything. Yeah, like, it's just so, like, planned out and detailed. Exactly. It's so strange. Anyway, this was the mysterious unsolved murder of Russell and Shirley Dermott. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, also, I forgot to mention this earlier, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners, or American listeners. I kind of forget Thanksgiving's an American holiday sometimes, that's so I know, I always think of it as like an international holiday. That kind of sucks of us, honestly, we're so American-centric. I know. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, enjoy spending this with your family, and be as safe as possible. Yes, lock your doors. I meant masks, but okay. And masks. Wear masks, guys. Masks are important. Social distance, be safe, and just have an amazing time. Happy Turkey Day! Bye!